All right, David, this is a big drag. What, what's, what, what's a big drag, Jack? What happened? So last night we were out at the Pioneer, uh, 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 Paradise, Paradise City. Why am I getting it wrong all the time? I don't know. And, uh, and uh, we recorded an episode of the podcast, and we were using this really cool uh, digital audio recorder, and, um, and it just stopped recording halfway through the episode. So we, we're going to have a change in audio quality sometime in this episode. Fortunately, uh, we were also recording um, some video with a, a GoPro camera, and it was recording audio. So, yes, we have um, a slightly... Keep in mind, the audio, audio quality wasn't good in the first place because it's a very loud environment out there, and we were just kind of messing around. Um, but it does get a little bit worse about halfway through the episode. And, and so I just wanted to warn people that that's what's going on there. So be patient, folks, and uh, we're working on making sure this happens not again this show. <laughs> this show, right. Back again. It's like a tradition. Back again in Paradise City. Paradise City. We're looking at the. Uh, we're way up at the approach end today. Uh, as they're flying, it's the uh, afternoon. What day is today? Thursday. It's the afternoon of Thursday, and uh, air show ended what? Like an hour ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah it's uh, about twenty till seven in the evening, and Paradise City is as busy as uh, as usual. Got some trikes flying. Got some. Uh, Ultralights flying, got some light sport flying, got yeah. flying. Yeah. What more do you need? You seem to be in a in a. Uh, t- oh no, there's a. Oh, he's touching down really early, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. The little cub thing. It's not actually a cub, right? That's a a, a cub alike that just touched down. Yeah, it's a J three. Could have be. Could have be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, I like this is a uh, well. This is a breeze or a not a breezy, but a breeze. But this, this that's, that's my buddy Paul Mather's product. Yeah, this styling has always been a favorite of mine. The uh, what's the one that's most well known? The uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilvers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always been a styling that I liked, and uh, this sort of tricycle gear, high wing, side by side seating, uh, changing out people here to uh, probably doing demo rides. I would imagine, right? Is that what's going yeah. on here? Yeah. Well, some of them are demo rides, and some of them are just show off rides. I like this big, uh, uh, what are they? What, uh, a Revo trike? Yeah. Big balloon tires. Uh-huh. And big long stroke main landing gear. Yeah. Yeah, kind of cool. Kind of cool. Well, that kind of landing gear can uh, absorb a lot of sins. Uh-huh. It's even got vortex generators on the wing. BGs. There's a, there's a, is that a Quicksilver? Might be. No, that's no. a. Uh, See, I think that's a flight de- design, old airplane. A flight design like in a uh, in the LSA. Before th- there was the uh, before there was the CT. Yeah. It was a flight design, and, and uh, they made a single seater and a two seater side by side. Unlike the CT, not yeah. it was tube and rag and. and uh, open cockpit with a bullet pod up front. Blue grade. <coughs> yeah, blue grade. Uh, product of the uh, brain of an old friend, Tom Beguini. That's right. Who still has flight design and is selling uh, CTs. The best selling light sport aircraft on the market. Uh-huh. Here, you hold on for a second. 
I'm playing around here. There's a YouTube channel that I've been watching lately. I believe the guy's name is Trent Palmer, and he flies a Kit Fox with uh, great big uh, balloon tires on it. He, he, he flies out of, uh, I believe, Reno Stead, so he's up there in the mountains. Oh, yeah, and, yeah where uh, they have the uh, Reno Air the races. races. Yeah, and he'll... Uh, and his thing is to land out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, he does some really cool stuff uh, landing out there. And so we get another camera going here so we can take some more pictures. Because we're missing some stuff here on this other other angle. Let's see. Let's see if I can do this. Well, this yellow and black kit box sitting in front of us. This one the right one? here? Yeah. yeah. Right there. That's got the Rotec. Not Rotax. Rotec. What, what round engine. I think that's a cool engine. I... That engine was, that, that that engine and that airframe belonged together. Yeah, I remember when that 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 um, concept, that design, if you will, Rotec first appeared, either here or up the road, one of these fly-ins, and uh, and they were just they made like two or three of them, and they were showing them off, yeah. and I said I said that's going to be a big hit in the especially in the you know the uh, home builder uh, uh, marketplace. Well, the first generation of the kit box. Had a uh, 65 horse, 65 horsepower Rotax. Uh, I think it was a 583, liquid cooled, and it had a round cowling right, around this inline, yeah. inline uh, twin. But the ca- round cowling had bumps on it, like a lot of airplanes with round engines had bumps on the cowl to give clearance for the rocker boxes. And it really enhanced the uh, old-time airplane feel and appeal. Uh, and it still looks good after all these years. Yeah. Or as Paul Simon would say, still crazy after all these years. But we've had a uh, had a picture-perfect day here. Yeah, Flying's sure. been good. Uh, grounds have dried up from Monday's... Uh, Cully washers. Uh, tons of airplanes have arrived on the field in the last 48 hours with the nice weather. Uh, grounds are filling up, and still lots to see, lots to do. If you're uh, within the sound of our voice and 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 care to have some fun at one of the more relaxed major air shows on the circuit. It really is relaxed. Look at me. I'm just sitting there. We're supposed to be doing a daily. I'm taking pictures. And, um, what else has been going on? It's just been pleasant. We just had a good time. Fireworks last night. Um, we, the The night air show was really cool. Um, the, the night air show was uh, um, as cool as it ever is, but, but abbreviated, I thought. As cool as it ever is, but but abbreviated, I thought. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I just completely missed the aerosol team, lights in the cowl and the whole thing, um, or they didn't fly. I'm not sure. Um, I was a little distracted playing around some of the stuff. Um, then we were all disappointed because there were no fireworks. And now I'm told there weren't supposed to be any fireworks. Oh really? Yeah, there weren't supposed to be any fireworks on the on the Wednesday one. The fireworks. Oh, will that's, be that's the, a cut back from years past. Yeah, the fireworks will be for the. Uh, for Friday or Saturday night, yeah. which means that you still have an opportunity to come to Sun and Fun, see some great flying, see some lovely airplanes of all category, and uh, it, it, it indulge yourself in the uh, spectacle that is the night air show. It uh, nothing else like it. Uh, 
but they did have a couple of good acts fly yesterday evening. The power parachute guys, uh, Bob Carlson with the uh, subsonics jet, Bobby Yonkin with the uh, massive twin beach, mm -hmm. which has just short of enough lighting to, to illuminate the strip of Las Vegas. Yeah, it's got a lot of lights on that. That's the, the, the Sonics jet. Um, that was one of the few. I was shooting video. I don't. It, it didn't come out good enough to do anything. With it, I was shooting this video. This really wide shot. You saw these things. These colors, basically white dots making circles in the sky. Um, it really wasn't all that exciting. Except the Sonics was the most exciting of the batch because he had lots of different colors and he was also shooting off some fireworks. He left streamers behind. Well, so that lighting system that he's got. Lights up ribbons down the side of the fuselage and the belly and out on the wings. It's not like seeing light bulbs. It's like seeing glow strips. Yeah. Uh, so it and they flash and they change colors and uh, it's really quite a standout act. Yeah. And you know it's the subsonics coming when the engine starts and you get this. Instead of the roar of a turbojet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a, it's a different sound. Yeah, it's definitely a different sound. It's proportional to the size of the engine. Yeah. Would be the way to put it. Because yeah. it is a tiny engine. The uh, the ultralight area has really made a comeback over the years. It, there was a point, what, maybe as much as ten, eight years ago ish. Eight to ten. Yeah. It was really getting to be a ghost town down here. Sad, but true, right? Yeah. Um, well, and under uh, prior management, they thought that the uh, hot setup for promoting the new, then new light sports segment was to have this light sport mall back over near Show Center, so that people could walk through on their way in. But it separated a lot of the airplanes from the uh, runway access that they have here in Paradise City. Mm -hmm. So some of the manufacturers moved over to the main commercial area. Some of them uh, moved over to uh, uh, take advantage of the uh, crowd in the LSA mall. Uh, but in the last three or four years, since Dave Piper, the late chairman of the ultralight area, worked with the uh, Sun and Fun folks and the uh, city, and got the ultralight runway reworked, lengthened, widened, clear runs opened up, uh, and reminded some of the uh, light sport manufacturers that what really hooks a prospect is a few turns around the patch, and you can't get that with your examples sitting up in a non-flying area in the commercial exhibit space. It's not a bad place to be. But uh, and the LSA mall wasn't a bad idea, but nobody could fly from there. I saw, I saw your, uh, it all had to be done over here. Some of the companies just, frankly, didn't have the budget to have <laughs> two crews, two airplanes. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, we're progressively, progressively going backward to what's always made Paradise City uh, a real draw after the Daily Air Show. And that's the uh, ability to look at a lot of different airplane designs flying and doing the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do I hear coming up from behind us? It got quiet for a little while here. I don't know whether... I don't think we're reaching the end of the evening. It's so 
plenty of sunlight left here. No, I don't think so. Uh, although we might be. Oh, there's that. They that, cut that, it off at seven o'clock. That balloon tire trike just came and touched down. Yeah. So, anyways, as you can tell, folks, we're very mellowed out here on uh, Thursday evening at Sun and Fun. And, uh, we're probably going to go drive around some more and uh, see what else is going on. You went to Chopper Town. Well, you went to Chopper Town this afternoon. Remember, folks, this runs through Sunday the 10th, I mean, Sunday the 15th of April. There's another night show uh, on Saturday, which uh, I, I'm led to believe and understand will be much more entertaining, colorful, and dynamic than uh, Wednesday's. Uh, the weather's kind of giving us a break, and we're not supposed to get any really gnarly weather again until Sunday. And even then, given how things change, uh, I'd bet on better weather than against it. Yeah. Yeah. So, plenty of, plenty of good times left here. Come on over. Check it out. Come by and see us at the radio station. Yeah. yeah. We're in and out of there all day, and we're never more than a text away. Yeah. So what is this? 449 Bravo. 449 Bravo. UCAP Daily. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. We'll be back. Bye-bye.